You're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello, welcome. That's right, you're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us on tonight's Sonic the Hedgehog 2 spoiler discussion. If you've not seen the movie, you probably shouldn't be here unless you don't mind being spoiled. That being said, please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, Certified Geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, and always among us, our moderator and troll hammer, stronger than the DK Banana Sama, Joe from Fall One Gaming, what is up? Oh boy, ready to chop it up with this movie. This was, this was a great movie. Uh, I know you. I know you said it was okay. I'm start. It's starting to grow on me more and more as I think about it. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, Joe, before we get started here, who do we got in the chat tonight? Tonight we have Paul Taggett and Byron Kingsley. Well, gentlemen, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Always nice to see you guys here. Always appreciate you guys' company, Nerd Cage Nation, going strong today, as always. So, yes, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, being well-received, number one in the box office, which is nice to see, and as, as expected. I mean, it really... Um, I mean, the Batman was on its way out, and I know that the movie... Uh, what's that Sandra Bullock movie? Lost City... I didn't think that was going to rain very long, so here comes Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Um, one of the things that makes this movie special, in particular, um, Jim Carrey uh, retiring. Um, I, we're going to get into that. I think that's gonna be, this is gonna be, that's going to be a huge topic uh, in regards to this movie and the potential next movie. Um, so, Joe... Go ahead, you're a little bit more uh, optimistic than I am, so I'll let you go ahead and give your general thoughts of the movie. Don't give a rating yet, we'll save that for the end, but go ahead and give your general thoughts of the movie, your experience, and all that good stuff. Floor's yours, bud. Well, before I give my review of it, let me, uh, let me just say that box office alone, this is the second time that a Sonic movie has beat out a comic book movie in, in theaters grossing uh, grossing numbers. Because, I mean, it beat out Bird, Birds of Prey the first time. And now it's beating out Morbius. So. <laughs> yes. And it's interesting because now it looks like that um, it may lose this weekend to um, Harry Potter prequel, uh, Fantastic Beast. Yep. But we don't know. There, I, according well, to I Joe Blow, by the way, for those who don't know, I work for Joe Blow. Um, outside Nerd Cage, I'm saying. Outside Nerd Cage, I work for Joe Blow. And they released an article yesterday, I believe it was, and they're saying that as far as the box office for this weekend, um, Fantastic Beaks, Beasts and Sonic are, are going to be neck and neck. There's no clear-cut winner there. So if Sonic somehow wins for the second week in a row, that'll be huge. Um, but if it loses the Fantastic Beasts, um, that's fine, because I'm pretty sure this movie already made its profit. Um, but yeah, go ahead, uh, John. There was, uh, well, uh, go ahead and continue your thoughts. Yeah, be before I get into spoiler territory, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say Knuckles obviously he stole the show with this. I mean, it was yes. Idris Elba as Knuckles. 
I can't, first of all, I can't wait for the TV series on Paramount Plus. It's coming. And secondly, his, his performance in this was just great, uh, as was Jim Carrey's. Uh, I don't know if it reached the level as the first one, but I mean, it was definitely definitely a great performance either way. Um, and I I thoroughly enjoyed this movie being a Sonic fan. Yes. Because of all the Easter eggs and everything that was in it, it was just, it was great. And I brought the kids, I saw it in 40X, so yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so prepare for the, uh, for me to shit on your parade just a little bit here. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll take the floor for a moment here. Um, to me, the movie was okay. All right, I don't think it's a great movie by any stretch. Uh, I wouldn't even call it like a good movie or cinema or anything like that. Um, it's enjoyable. I don't think the performances are very well. Uh, Joe kind of touched on it earlier. Jim Carrey. I feel like Jim Carrey's performance was way better in the first movie than this one. I feel like he. I feel like Jim Carrey kind of phoned it in this time. Um, he obviously was a little bit less prominent in this one than he was in the first one, but I feel like Jim Carrey phoned it in just a little bit. Uh, that that being said, underneath all the bad performances and some of the nitpicks I have, which I will definitely get into, I didn't talk about that on my uh, out of the theater review. But the movie had a lot of stuff I actually loved about it. That's that's where the balance comes in. There's some stuff I loved about it. What made this what I loved about the movie is that this one had more video game. This felt more like a video game movie. This had more of the Sonic lore in the movie. Whereas the first one did not. I mean, yeah, it had some Easter eggs here and there, like Hilltop, Green Hills, and this and that. But this movie literally yeah. had storylines from the first three games, first four games. If you, if you count Sonic and Knuckles as a separate game, the first four games. Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Sonic and Knuckles. What I'm yeah. saying is the Chaos Emeralds, the Master Emerald, Knuckles himself, the Death Egg, well, the Robotnik Robot, whatever you want to call it. All yeah. that stuff um, that was in the movie um, was in there. Um, so that's the plus. That's really the big plus for me. But as far as, like, the acting goes and some of the, um, I really, really did not like the dance sequence there at all. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it was really unnecessary. Like, I did not find it. I thought the bar scene in the first movie was great. That made me laugh. But in this one, where they're having that dance off, it was a little much for me. Uh, but here's one thing I, I do want to touch on. Uh, Joe and I, we did not see it together because Joe has, you know, nieces and nephews and whatnot. I had tickets to the fan premiere. Joe chose not to go. But we both saw this movie in 4DX. Yes. <laughs> uh, so let me just say that the 4DX experience uh, was awesome. Uh, yeah, it was I a nice balance this time. Yeah, yeah, I feel that it enhanced the movie. I feel like 4DX enhanced the movie, uh, and particularly where there's chase scenes, really. It wasn't too over the top. Like I felt like um, going back to Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, the 4DX was way over the top. Like The chairs would not stop vibrating. Like I felt like I was going to shit my pants. This movie, it was just the right amount of like chair interaction, if that makes any sense. And it wasn't too over the top, and it was actually... You know, quite. Uh, it was quite awesome. Yeah, uh, I think the only 40x thing that 
you might have been taken back from was the bubbles. <laughs> yeah. So for the okay, well, first and foremost, I, let's let me just let's just explain what 40x is for those who don't know because I know it's not available in every market. In fact, Mark told me that yeah. they don't have 40x in, in in Kentucky. So 40x for those who don't know, uh, it started off in Japan in around 2015, 2016, and then eventually, like yeah. eventually made its way to the states. Uh, Davis told me that down in Texas, Davis is from Dallas, Texas. Um, so down in Dallas, which is a top five market, um, they had 40X for a number of years now. Um, he said the first movie he's seen in 40X was Rampage, which I believe is what, 2017? Something like that? I think so. So my, so my first experience with 40X was last year in 2020. So it took, so it took three years from 40X to go from Dallas, Texas to Syracuse, New York. And let's just assume that New York City has had it as long as, as Dallas has. So yeah. the way 40X works is um, every section of the movie is divided by four. There's every section, a section of four in every um, theater. Um, so the, what that happens is that the, the, the set of chairs that you sit in interact with the movie. So they vibrate uh, with the scenes. So if there's a chase scene yeah. or car scene, you're going to feel the, the chairs tilt and tumble and vibrate. If there's yeah. like a scene where someone's getting punched or stabbed, you're going to feel the, the back of your chair. You're going to feel a poke in the back of your chair. If there's a water scene, you're going to get a splash of water in your face. If there's a fire scene, there's going to be fog machines that go off. Um, and the window. Uh, and, if, and if there's like an airborne scene, there's going to be like um, like fans that go off, blow, blow fans in your face. And here's the cool thing. There's also like an anti-gravity mode. So, for example, when we saw the movie Moonfall, okay, worst movie ever, but at the same time, it's the best movie ever. We saw Moonfall. The anti-gravity scenes... So the chairs would flow with the movie, felt feeling like you were in outer space. So yeah, 40x is definitely an experience. Um, I again, it's not for everybody, but I personally love it. That being said, the 40x experience was just the right amount of interaction, uh, minus the bubbles. Okay, when they had that dance scene, there was a bunch of bubbles in the movie theater. Kind of threw me off just a little bit. But that's okay, <laughs> Joe. Anything else you want to add to that? Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's pretty much all you got for 40x. It's basically a simulator, like you would get it like a Universal or something like that. Yeah. So strap yourself in if you're going. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, and again, it would be easy for me to dunk on this movie and then pick the hell of it, which I'll probably will we'll get into. Um, but it's a kid. At the end of the day, it's a kids movie. Okay, so it's it would be kind of unfair for me to like rip this movie an asshole, which I could easily do. And it's probably you know, and the reviews have been mixed. Uh, the reviews, the critics' reviews, is about half and half. Um, they pretty much echoed everything that I said. But the box, and the reason why I think it succeeded in the box office is because it's a family film. So when you got yeah. a family film, you're going to be bringing the whole family, family four, family five, family six, you know, uh, whereas, you know, a movie like The Batman isn't so family friendly, uh, even yeah. though Batman's a, you know, big recognizable franchise IP and this, this and that. But I think the reason why Sonic did well is because of the family viewings. Like I said, I saw the movie solo, you brought your nieces and nephews. So, um, but yeah, real quick, Joe. 
how did the uh, how did the your nieces and nephews and your brother feel about the movie and the 4DX experience? Well, the uh, my niece and nephew gave it a ten out of ten. They absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's right uh, up my there. Brother, my brother gave it a seven. That's so fair. he enjoyed it too. So yeah, yeah. Like I said, there's stuff to enjoy about the movie, and the, and the thing I want to touch on first. Let, let's just talk about fucking knuckles. I okay. I remember before, I mean, we all knew Knuckles was going to be in this movie and the whole rumors of, vo you know, the voice acting rumors were going around like crazy. I mean, we heard like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, we heard Ryan Reynolds, we heard a bunch of them. Turned out to be Idris Elba. Now, before I say anything, obviously Idris Elba's British and you're thinking, well, uh, British Knuckles, is that going to... Yes, it fucking did. I feel like it wasn't Idris Elba just being Idris Elba. Idris Elba, like like projected himself as a character and i just his delivery and he you know his his deep bass and his it really you know it wasn't elegant it was it was a really um he was a knucklehead and i loved it they, they kept true to the character that knuckles despite being most one of the most powerful animals in the universe he's dumb he's the problem not the brain yes yeah. and idris alba just he knew what he was doing, and he did it perfect. He was by far the best part of the movie. It's not even fucking close. Yeah. Absolutely sure. loved his performance. <laughs> like, just some of his deliveries and his lines. Like, I really like this baseball and, you know. And yeah, this ball like of that. base. <laughs> that was good. Oh, God, it was so goddamn <laughs> funny. Um... And here's the thing I appreciate too, and this is why this is why I liked about the lore here is that they, as in the in Sonic the Hedgehog three, Knuckles starts off as your enemy, till he realizes mm -hmm. that Robotnik is an asshole, and that's exactly what happened in this movie, and it didn't happen till the end. Um, Knuckles was basically the the main uh, antagonist for the most part, more than Robotnik was. Yeah, and what I really liked was the. Uh... The, the origin story with the rest of the Echidna yes. was, was awesome. Yeah, so what Joe was saying is they, they tied it with the first movie, which was really cool. So, like, in the first movie where you saw Baby Sonic and the Owl and all those Echidnas there, uh, it turns out that Knuckles wasn't among those Echidnas, but his father was. Hence, Sonic and Knuckles being the same age. Um, mm -hmm. And what made them come together, it wasn't so much just Robotnik. It was that they had a common. They had. They were basically both orphans. They both realized yeah, that they, they both had the same loss, basically. Yeah, at the same time. So that was yeah. really cool, and that's so that was really cool. So I, I again, a great performance from Idris Elba. Um, Knuckles is a character you can get behind. Um, you know, I just love that. You know, he. You know, he broke that dude's hand and Robotnik's hand. Yeah. And this and that. Um. <laughs> You know, you do see him use his flying ability. You do see him climb the walls. Uh, I like yeah. the fact that Sonic wasn't more powerful than him. If anything, Knuckles was more powerful. Sonic eventually bested him, but Knuckles was more powerful. And I yeah. liked how that was portrayed. I liked how, you know, Sonic wasn't just like this overpowering, unstoppable force like he was in the first one. You know, he actually mm -hmm. had a rival that may not outwit him, but outmatched him. Yeah, I mean each each character in this, which was great. Each character had their own like ability that made them special to each other, and kind of kind of made them work off of each other. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. 
So that was yeah. kind of cool. Anything you want to say about Knuckles before we move on to Tails, Miles Tails Prowler? Um, we, we can move on to Tails. Okay. So here's the beauty thing about uh, Tails. I want, and I want to point to uh, Matt Farden, the voice actor of Nerd Cage Live, pointed this out. Oh, uh, a special moment if you think about it. This is the first time in anything mainstream where we didn't just have a celebrity voice a character. It was actually the voice, at, well, in this case, the voice actress. Because, you know, it's a woman, Colleen. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know her last name, but Colleen. Um, she's the original, not the original, but she's the one that voiced Tails. He's, she's voiced Tails in the last 10 years. Yeah. Um. So she turned out to be the voice of Tails in this movie. So it's just nice that a voice actress was, an actual voice actress was the main character in the movie instead of a known actor, a known you know, commodity, you know. Yeah, and she did a wonderful job, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, Byron Kingsley says Tom Holland should have been the best choice for Tails. <laughs> I'm going to disagree. I understand Tom Holland's a draw, but I, just for the authenticity of the games, I'm happy that they they stuck with the voice actress of Tails. Um, yeah. I like how Tails was portrayed, personally. My only gripe, and it's not really this movie's fault, it's more so the first movie's fault. Uh, Sonic and Tails were raised together. If you watch, in the original game, in the original lore, now listen, I don't know the comic books like Alexander DeSwell does. By the way, he was supposed to be here tonight. Mm -hmm. But, um... I don't know the com the current comics of Sonic. I just know the games, and I remember the cartoon from the 90s, which featured the awesome Jaleel White, a.k.a. Steve Urkel, as the voice of Sonic. Yes. In that cartoon, <laughs> which I grew up watching, because, you know, I'm 35, so when I was, you know, that ripe age, I saw that cartoon when it aired. Um, mm -hmm. So, taking account for the cartoon, and taking account for the games, I was always raised that Sonic and Tails were born next to each other and they were raised together as brothers. Mm -hmm. I ugh, I really didn't like the fact that, and this is kind of the first, this is not really this movie's fault, it's more the first movie's fault, that Tails mm -hmm. comes in from another dimension and saying, oh, I've been watching you, Sonic, from my home world in the Cisnet. I didn't really like that, but there's not much I can do about it. However, what I did like, Tails was an inventor. You know, mm -hmm. he was the genius. He was the inventor. He flew the plane. Um, he always had those gadgets. I love the fact that he had the gadgets. And the fact that the thing about Tails is, is he idolized Sonic. And they definitely portrayed that in this movie. And yeah. one moment I actually do like in the movie. Despite, despite the stupid dance scene. Right after the stupid dance scene. Again, I'm never going to let that go because it was really unnecessary. It didn't, it didn't drive the movie forward at all. <laughs> and I didn't find it amusing either. Uh, sorry. The thing I loved, and it was quite an emotional scene, is when, like, uh, Tails, like, fell asleep, and, like, um, and then his, his tails, his two tails Sonic used as a blanket. It was a nice moment. I like the fact that, the, um, you know, that they were best friends, brothers, and so on and so forth, and that, you know, Tails idolized him and, you know, looked up to him, and that was really nice. Um... I, and you know I like the under the undertone there, um, lesson about friendship in the movie, and that was quite yeah. nice. Yeah, I'll Joe, agree. go ahead. That Joe, was, go ahead. What, that was what great. Are your and, uh, what are your thought? What the, are your thought, the, general thoughts on tales, and what do you think of like? The, I love I love the uh, the fact that he was a, an inventor. I also love the fact that 
uh, there were other characters in the movie that got to use his gadgets, which were kind of awesome. Uh, seeing each one yeah. that being used in the movie, that was that was great. Um, see, seeing Tails fly for the first time, you're just that took me back. So, I mean, Tails is the the loving spirit of the movie that you that you go to see. You know that that connection you want to have. That's yes. that's Thanos in this. So absolutely, it, it was great to see that. Yes, that's a match, and he's you know next to Luigi, he's like one of the best video game sidekicks of all time. Which that would be a yeah. good that would be a good Mount Rushmore. Who are the video game sidekicks of Mount Rushmore? Sidekick. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Speaking of shameless plug, um, next Thursday, uh, there'll be no live stream. But we're gonna be premiering a special video at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time next Thursday, and that is the Mount Rushmore of video game characters. Um, so what we're doing, what, what what's cool about this video is that I've reached out to all corners of the internet, all friends of Nerd Cage Live from all corners of the internet. You know, I'm talking content creators, um, like a plethora of content creators that we've worked with. Yeah, this is a massive collaboration. Yes, a massive <laughs> collaboration. And everybody is going to be naming their Mount Rushmore. And at the very end, we're going to tally everything up and we're going to make an official Nerd Cage Live and Friends Mount Rushmore video game characters at the very end of the video. So this will be really fun. You guys are really going to love some of those things, the, the, the hot takes from everybody, everybody's different opinion. Uh, what makes this video extra special is yes, there are a lot of people did have some individual characters that they agreed on, but as far as a Mount Rushmore, every Mount Rushmore is different, and it's gonna be a lot. You guys are really gonna enjoy this video. So again, really, really hope everybody can be at the premiere because we will be there. Because I just love seeing everybody's reaction as the video unfolds. So the video yes. will premiere at nine o'clock next week. Uh, you're talking about a 40-minute video tops. I'm still working on it. It'll be about a 40 minute video, so I really, really hope you guys can be there at the premiere. Um, and if this goes well, we'll have to consider doing more Mount Rushmore's in the future. Um, sure. <laughs> in all. And let's just say that Song the Hedgehog does uh, get mentioned quite a bit in this Mount Rushmore. I'll leave it at that. Friends <laughs> a given. Um, and then the following Thursday is the NFL draft, so I'm choosing not to do a live stream because I want to enjoy the draft this year. It's pretty exciting. Um, you know, I'm a New York Giants fan through and through, and I cannot wait to see who they draft, especially the fact that they have two first-round picks uh, within the top ten. And it's always nice to see these young men coming out of college who worked so hard their entire lives to make it into the NFL. It's really a joyous experience to watch. So, that being said, there'll be no live stream on the 28th. Um, I don't know what's going to go on in the month of May yet. I'm still plotting dates down. Um, there will be a Doctor Strange spoiler discussion. Um, I have a major guest coming in on the on the 12th, and we will be doing a live look back at the end of May for Rocky 3, as well as a watch party. So, lots to look forward to. Um, I just don't have anything solidified just yet for the month of May, but I promise the full details will be released soon. Um, so there's your plug-in break. Um, so let's talk about... Dr. Robotnik and Jim Carrey's performance and what could be going on with Jim Carrey moving forward. So, Joe, go ahead. Take it away. How would you feel about 
um, Jim Carrey's portrayal on Ro Dr. Robotnik, a.k.a. Eggman. All right. Well, he, he was pretty funny in this one. I think the, the biggest thing was the interaction between him and Knuckles was probably the best thing in this movie with with that type of uh, um, interaction. So him, him and Knuckles, they, they kind of are abrasive to each other in the beginning, and he's trying to control him. And, you know, Knuckles is uncontrollable. So it's kind of uh, give and take until they find out they have a mutual enemy. So that was yes. kind of cool to see that unfold. And, uh, you know, the jokes with Jim Carrey, you're, you're going to laugh. It's, it's Jim Carrey. So, I mean, it's, it's worth seeing for, for that alone. I know a lot of people that go, go into this movie just to see him. So, yep. I mean, you're, you're not going to be too disappointed with his performance. Cause I mean, Jim Carrey's Jim Carrey, no matter, no matter what. Yeah, I just felt like he was more over the top in the first one, and it was kind of see him. I think it was more fun in the first movie to see him unravel from this respected, well-known scientist to this to essentially a madman. Now, the thing I do appreciate in this movie, though, is that Jim Carrey's Robotnik this time is more game accurate. So he's bald with the mustache and the goggles. Um, they didn't make him fat though, which I'm kind of disappointed. I was hoping they'd well, make him fat. It's, but it's I understand why though, because he was stranded on that mushroom planet, so he probably didn't have much to eat. But yeah, I would have preferred seeing a fat. <laughs> I would have preferred seeing Robotnik in a fat suit. You know, that's just me. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny you say that because Jim Carrey himself said he wanted to see that old look of Robotnik, but the studio went in a different direction. So that wasn't his choice. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I have anything to bitch about, and this is definitely going into spoil spoiler territory here. Um, now, it was really fucking awesome seeing the, uh, the Death Egg, you know, the giant Robotnik robot. Uh, I'm just going to call it the Death Egg because in my mind it's the Death Egg. Um, that's what it was referred to in the old games. Um, mm -hmm. they don't, they don't call it the death. In fact, they don't even refer to anything, but one thing they definitely deviated from the games is in the original games, in particular Sonic three, the master emeralds, um, uh, Dr. Robotnik wanted the master emerald to power his death egg and power his stuff. So in this movie, it was more so, well, this 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 uh, Master Emerald is comprised of the Chaos Emeralds, which is another thing I'm going to nitpick at. Um, mm -hmm. The Master Emerald um, gives you the ultimate power and, and grants you wishes and this, this, and that. So instead of the Master Emerald being used to power the Death Egg, it's used for him to build the Death Egg. I just... Ugh, I would have preferred that... Robotnik built the Death Egg in his on that mushroom planet some way somehow, and then he used and the, and the Master Emerald would have been his missing piece. Um, I would have preferred that, but instead the Master Emerald was used to he became this all Matrix um, overlord basically, and then he takes all the metal scraps like Magneto and builds the Death Egg. Um, yeah. Shout out to Pantera. <laughs> that was fucking awesome hearing Pantera's yeah. walk when the Death Egg was first built and he started walking. 
Uh, that was fucking cool. I'm sure it went over everybody's fucking head, though. Uh, but that's okay. Yeah, so they at least kept one thing for the adults, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, not just for the adults, but for the metalheads. So yeah, that was exactly. fucking cool. Respect. Even though they didn't hear the lyrics, but when you hear that Dimebag Daryl guitar riff, you yeah, fucking riff, know. Yeah. You fucking know. It's one of the most recognizable riffs in all of metal. Um, yeah. But yeah, but, but the Death Egg itself, though, looks fucking awesome yeah yeah i agree <laughs> um i will say this though joe i felt that the second half of the movie in particular the final act felt a little slow to me a little bit i felt the, the first half of the movie was definitely better pace especially with the showdown between sonic and knuckles and all those you know all that show you know that sh those chase scenes i thought were more exciting in the beginning of the movie than in the third act yeah but we do get supersonic. Yes, we do. <laughs> I do have that one, was one complaint. Of my favorite part of the okay, movie, Joe, go ahead. Honest. You go first. Go ahead. Um, Dish out see, supersonic. You know, in all the uh, well, we we can start with the fact that you know the master emerald breaks apart and the rest of the emeralds, which I have a problem her. with. But go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say my take after you're done. Yeah, the rest of the emeralds kind of circle around and combine and go into Sonic, and Sonic becomes supersonic, which was, everybody knew it was going to happen, but the way it happened was awesome. And uh, to see him take down the uh, the Death Egg single-handedly, although in the way he did it was kind of odd physics-wise, but it was still a sight to behold. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. We all knew it was coming, and it was awesome when it happened. So I just want to yeah. nitpick something real quick in the ass real quick. So one of the problems I had with the movie, uh, this is just like not the movie itself. This is just more game lore shit. When you play Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles, okay, so they, what they said in this movie is that the, the, the Master Emerald itself was comprised of the Chaos Emeralds. I didn't like that. That's not how it was in the games. In the games, there were the Chaos Emeralds, then there were the Super Chaos Emeralds, and then there was the Master Emerald. Um, and they were all kept at the Hidden Palace, uh, from Sonic and Knuckles, where Knuckles the Echidna, uh, what he, what his storyline in the game is, is he's a protector of the Chaos, or the, not just, the Master Emerald. And it was Robotnik that convinced him that, you know, Sonic was the enemy and this, this, and that. But anyway, I didn't like the fact that the Chaos Emeralds were, comp that was, it, they were formed together to make the Master Emerald. That's not how it goes in the games, just saying. That, but it's a nitpick. Um, and then on top of that, when it breaks open and the, and the Chaos Emeralds come out, and then they form, and then then it becomes super, then Sonic, super Sonic becomes supersonic, and then Knuckles forges the Master Emerald back together without the Chaos Emerald. So that shit made no sense. Yeah. Um, again, it doesn't like destroy the movie for me, but I just I didn't. That was just an odd creative choice, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, the one thing I did like, though, and it was kind of funny, uh, before okay, before I get to that, I do have a major nitpick. So, one of my nitpicks, here I go, hashtag J ruins everything. So, when he becomes <laughs> supersonic, okay, so, so, there was a scene where right before he became supersonic, he was trying to protect his family, um, you know, James Marsden's character, and, um... Uh, Tika Sumper, by the way, she's so gorgeous. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> she looked damn yeah. good in her uh, bridesmaid dress. Just saying, she's a yes. 10. I, oh, I'm in love with her. Um, anywho, 
So, so Robotnik's death egg steps on all three of them. But just as that happened, he becomes supersonic. Okay, so supersonic lifts up his foot. And he flies to the top. And he runs around in a circle, decapitating the, 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 the head of the death egg. And then the head falls forward right in front of the death egg. So wouldn't that smush, you know, James Marsden's and Tika's supper? <laughs> Just saying, like, explain something. They were they were sitting there the whole time. So did it, did yeah, it they cheated the that way? a lot of times. Because, like I said, I, I had a physics issue too. Because right before that, when they had the little chase scene in the truck and everything, the truck goes end over end like this, and freaking they just walk away from it. It's like that truck doesn't even have airbags. <laughs> but you know, I suspended my belief, and I'm I'm all right with it. I guess I would have preferred it if maybe Sonic ran around the circle and then he held on to the um to the death egg helmet and just threw it. Or maybe yeah. burn it and shatter it or something, using his powers. Yeah. Um, Even if it fell in the other direction, something. Yeah, or fall <laughs> in the other direction. Maybe have it fall backwards. That's yeah. all. Or show them running away. <laughs> you know, anything yeah, like yeah. that. Well, I will say that the Death Egg looked fucking awesome. I'm just going to reiterate that. Yeah. It looked really fucking cool. Um, yes, it, it did. looked just like it did in the game. Less colorful, but it looked game. But the same design, truth. Yeah. It, it just—it was just nice to see because in the first movie we never really got any Robotniks. I mean, other than the flying car, we never really got to see any Robotniks machines from the game. This time yeah. we did. Not only that, we saw one of the machines from the game, but we saw the ultimate machine from the game, the Death Egg. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, um go ahead. Uh, if you want to switch subjects, we can talk about Easter eggs. There was a hell of a lot of them. Yeah, Joe, go ahead. Uh, I'm sure you probably right, spotted, so, more, spotted more than I did. So go ahead, Joe. Floor the, fir the first one, I, the first ones I spotted were the the level designs. Like Earth itself had Green Hill Zone, and then uh, there was I, I can't remember if the Mushroom Planet was actually in the game or not. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Remember, in, yeah, it was. It's, okay. it, well, not in the game, but in Sonic and Knuckles on 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 uh, Angel Island, there's a section of the game called Mushroom Hill Zone. Okay. Yeah. So so you got that, and then um, the the temple there was Aquatic Ruins. That was the Aquatic Ruins zone. Yes. So so that was pretty cool to see. They also did the uh, the Easter eggs where when they lose breath and they they suck up the bubble to get yes. It back. Yes. Yes. Good they did one. That. Yep. <laughs> um, the the mean bean machine for the yes, coffee yes, place. Coffee shop. Yep. Yep. That was awesome. Uh, what else did they do? They did a hell of a lot. It's hard to keep track of all of them. Um, oh, also, wait, real, quick, real quick, uh, besides that bubble scene, the one thing I did like, though, is that Sonic can't swim. Yeah, yeah. Because in the old, in the game, Sonic doesn't swim. You just have to, you know, platform your way out of the water, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I think there was one part where he actually gets knocked around and he loses his reins. <laughs> yeah. Which yep. was kind of cool throwback. So yeah, there's yeah, all yeah, there uh, throwbacks obviously the ringtone. You know that was in the trailer. The yeah. ring, the yeah. ringtone. The wedding, there, yeah. Which by the way, that yeah. that whole wedding scene was funny. Oh yeah, it was. Honestly, <laughs> I thought the wedding scene was funnier than Jim Carrey. If I'm gonna take it there. <laughs> uh, I I'm sorry, yeah. I just laughed because that that 
you know, the, the sister there was, was such a bitch to James Martin, and then like, and then when she finds and out, and then that she becomes like. You know, she becomes a beast. <laughs> and then we find out there, that the husband turned out to be, like, an undercover agent. Oh, by the way, Dr. Jones, welcome to the chat. He says uh, there was an Army of Darkness reference. Oh, uh, Klaatu, Barada, uh, Niktu. Ah, um, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, also the Dwayne that. Johnson and, and Vin Diesel joke was funny. Oh, by the way, yeah. Dr. by the way, we've never seen you here before, so please like, subscribe, all that good stuff if you haven't already. Appreciate you being here. Um... Any other Easter egg show you can think of? Uh, off the top of my head, uh, besides besides the uh, the big one at the end, we will get well before we get to that. Um, I didn't want to get to that just yet. Not <laughs> yet, yeah, yeah, yeah. We will get to that fucking ending, okay? Um, by the way, I was not surprised. Um, okay. Um, again, I can't think of any other Easter eggs. I think Joe pretty much nailed all of them. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably think of one when I don't need the information. <laughs> hey, Shay Smithers. There he is. <laughs> That's okay, Shay. You know, he again, Shay Smithers is one of the wise men of Nerd Cage Live. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow, Shay. Tomorrow, I think, is what Shay is waiting for. Not on top of that, I'm sure he doesn't want to be I don't think. I don't know if he's seen Sonic yet, so he probably doesn't want to be spoiled. Anyway, um, here we go. So before we get to that ending post credit scene... Well, mid-credits scenes, whatever you want to call it. Um, the fate of Dr. Robotnik we need to talk about. And here's why. I don't think Jim Carrey just said out of the bloom that, hey, I'm retiring. I think I think the I think everybody at the studio knew. I, I'm sure that this was a long time brewing. You know, just keep in mind, Jim Carrey is in his 60s now. Um, yeah. He's got more money than... He's got a lot of money. We'll leave it at that. I mean, Jim Carrey's been doing his thing. He's been doing stand-up comedy for like 40 years, but he's been in major motion pictures ever since uh, the Deadpool with with, uh, with Clint Eastwood. Um, that's how long he's been doing fucking movies. Yeah. And then and then in the 90s, he was a superstar. I mean, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, after... Um, what do you call that? Uh, what was that TV show? That variety show? Um, in Living Color. After In uh, Living yeah. Color, like... His career fucking took off with Dumb and Dumber, and at the same, he did Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, and The, the mask. mask. This all in the same fucking after, in the same fucking year, and Batman Forever. Like Jim Carrey was like the biggest star in the world in the in the mid nineties. Yeah, he was a chameleon back then. Yeah, you know he could do anything. So just think how much money he was getting paid back then. Okay, and he's been doing this shit over thirty years in move. 40 years in comedy, 30 years in movies. So, mm -hmm. I get it. Like, he had to have been, like, burnt out at this point. Yeah. Um, he's made it clear that he's retiring, although he said he's not, he's open to, like, he said unless it's a very special project, he'd come back. But he says he's retired. Um, keep in mind, we just saw Bruce Willis retire, who's around the same age, mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. That being said, again, I'm just going to reiterate, I'm, I, I'm just going to presume that the studio knew. That being said, at the end of the movie, it's not clear if Dr. Robotnik's dead or alive. They just said that his body's missing. So you, yeah. could, you could imagine two things. One, his body was just obliviated by, you know, the actions of Sonic. Or two, he somehow survived... And if for some reason 
he decides to come back, for, I don't think he'll be back for the third movie. But let's just say he decides to come back for a, a future film. The door is open for him to come back. But in yeah. my opinion, I, I think Jim Carrey's retired. I mean, I think he's retired. I think this. I don't think the next movie needs Jim Carrey's Robotnik. That being mm-hmm. said, Joe, before we get on to the next part of the movie, thoughts and everything that I just said about Jim Carrey and the... Uh, the I, I agree. He even came to say that basically uh, the only... I mean, he's always up to do a new character. That's what he likes to do because there's so many... There's so much demand for him to go back to old characters. Ace Ventura and The Mask and stuff like that. And he's he even came out and said that the reason he doesn't do that is because it's not received the same way the second time around because when you're doing these characters, the first time you do them, you have it fresh in your mind. It's a brand new idea. You know how you want to approach it. If you're coming back around, you have to get back in that frame of mind. And this is like 20, 30 years later. So it's really hard to get back into that same frame of mind. And that's why usually these movies, when you try to revisit them, don't work. So He's basically played all he can play, and that's what he's basically getting at, is he really has nothing left new to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, very well said. Um, that being said, this is the big spoiler here. So if you have, this is the last fucking warning, guys. If you've not seen Sonic the Hedgehog 2, um, this is this is probably the part of the, the stream that you, you should leave. If not, okay. So, the reason why I just said that Sonic the Hedgehog 3, which, if, if you want my opinion, this is going to be a trilogy. I can't I can't foresee them going past the third movie, okay? Yeah. That being said, um, the third movie doesn't need Dr. Robotnik because at the very end of the movie, in the, in the post credit scene, we learn that Shadow the Hedgehog is out there. They show, and they actually got it right. Shadow the Hedgehog was a creation in the laboratory, so that was revealed. Yes, yes, Byron, Project Shadow. <laughs> yes. That being said, this is why I don't think we need Robotnik. I think Shadow is a big enough of a Sonic villain uh, where we don't need Robotnik. I think a Sonic versus Shadow or Sonic Tails and Knuckles versus Shadow would be more... Or, if they're going to take it there... Sonic, Tails, and Shadow versus, or excuse me, Sonic, Knuckles, Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails versus Shadow, Rouge the Bat, and who's the other one that they teamed up with? Or even Silver, or something. Yeah. Um, I actually wouldn't mind seeing Amy either, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh. I don't think you need Dr. Robotnik if you're going to bring in Shadow. Yeah. Um, I the only, the only thing, go ahead. The only thing disappointing to me with having not having Robotnik is the one character I wanted to see that I didn't see was Metal Sonic. Yeah, it would have been cool <laughs> to see Metal Sonic. It would have made sense. Um, why they skipped him is beyond me. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe... Just throwing this out there, maybe, maybe before Robotnik died, he built a Metal Sonic or something, or maybe he built yeah. a Metal Sonic in that Mushroom Planet, or maybe 
they'll change the origins of Metal Sonic. Maybe Metal Sonic will be an invader. True. True. Um, that so I'm guessing so Joe so do you so do you want to see Metal Sonic in the next movie or do you think it should Shadow should have the spotlight? Mm, it it depends. I mean, if you have you know a three on three situation, then I could see like Metal Sonic being good for that. But if you're just basically focusing on Sonic versus Shadow, then it's it's not really needed. Maybe as you know another post credit scene, but that's yeah. about it. You know, yeah. so it depends on how they go forward with it. Also, with Knuckles getting his own spinoff, is you know, is he is Knuckles even gonna be in the next movie? Sorry. I hope yeah, he is. I hope he is because I feel like okay. Sonic Adventure. I'll say this: Sonic Adventure Two, in my opinion, until Sonic until Sonic Mania came out, Sonic Adventure Two to me was like the last good Sonic game. So, I really enjoyed that game, and I and the, the main plot of that game it's it's basically Shat- Sonic versus Shadow, basically. Uh, Shadow eventually becomes a good guy because uh, he's kind of a misunderstood character, but to start, Sonic and Shadow were rivals. And I have a feeling yeah. it's going to be the same thing here. If, if they, in fact, do it, I'm pretty sure this movie, they're going to do a third movie. So, yeah, I think they're going to do Sonic vs. Shadow. Um, but but I, I would like to see Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails team up against Shadow. Um, maybe throw in Rouge the Bat. Uh, and maybe Metal Sonic, but I don't, really don't want to see Metal Sonic without Robotnik. Um, yeah. But I think it's I think it's going to be basically Sonic vs. Shadow. Like It's going to be like the main plot. Um, by the way, the entire theater, like, stood up and cheered when Shadow was revealed. And I'll just say yeah. this, I knew it. Like, I didn't see any spoilers or leaks, I just fucking knew it. Like, it, it made sense. Like, that, I feel like Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails are, like, the holy trinity of Sonic the Hedgehog. And I think the, the, the next big thing, the next big popular character is Shadow. I mean, Shadow, for Christ's sake, got his own fucking game, which was terrible, by the way. But I'm just saying, that's that's how big Shadow is, is that he got his own game. You know, he's a popular character among the Sonic fans. And this, this, and that. Yeah. Uh, Joe, go ahead. Go ahead get um, what's that? Get, go ahead and get that chat there. Oh, yeah. He does, uh... Maybe they could do a Neo Metal Sonic with Eggman out of the picture. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing they could do is they could, um, with the cast, with, well, not cast, but the, the Master Emerald, we could see Metal Sonic become Super Metal Sonic, which was one of the bosses. Yeah. I don't know if you ever played Sonic and Knuckles. He's, like, one of the, the like, final bosses if you play the Knuckles campaign. Um... That'd be cool to see too. But I don't. Want, I and but another thing too. I don't want them to cram too much in the third movie. Um, yeah. If you want my honest opinion, um, I'd rather them do Metal Sonic in the Knuckles TV show, and just leave Shadow to be the main protagonist, main prota- um, antagonist in the third movie. And again, um, I think Shadow is the perfect Sonic villain if Jim Carrey, for that reason, doesn't come back. Yeah. Agreed. All right. I agree. Let, let's wrap this shit up here. So let, let's give our final rating, final closing thoughts, final rating, and then let's just promote all the stuff we got going on here. So, Joe, closing thoughts and final rating of Sonic the Hedgehog. The floor is yours, buddy. 
as I said before, I really enjoyed this movie, being a Sonic fan, seeing all the Easter eggs, seeing Super Sonic. It was just, it was, it was an all-around good movie for me, and, you know, kids are going to love it. So, that being said, the, the kid in me wants to give it a 10, but the adult in me will settle for a 7. Okay, well said. <laughs> um, me, personally, uh, again, longtime Sonic fan, uh, let me let me read that. I'm an old school Sonic fan, so really, every from for me, 1991 Sonic the Hedgehog all the way to 2001's Sonic Adventure 2, and then and then after that, all those 3D Sonic games um, sucked terribly until Sonic Mania came out. Okay, I hated Sonic 06 and Shadow, uh, Sonic Unleashed. I didn't like any of those. So I'm an old school Sonic guy. This movie captured old school Sonic very well. All that old school lore with the Chaos Emeralds, the Master Emerald, Knuckles was all in the movie and that made me happy. Uh, and there were moments that made me laugh. For example, the wedding. Uh, the scene where Knuckles is like, stay back. He's not the Knuckle or he's not the Sonic you once knew. He's possessed. And then he has a, he performs a storm cloud and he gets a, and he makes a chili dog. I fucking laughed. Yeah. That was great. He goes, he's exactly the Sonic you knew. Yes. There are moments <laughs> in this movie that made me laugh, and there was moments of the movie that made my heart just gave me the feels, and, and it was cool seeing the old school lore. However, there's a lot of problems with the movie and a lot of, like, very subpar performances from the actors. Ben Schwartz was fine. I'm talking I'm talking about the actual actors. Jim Carrey, I feel like, could have done better. James Martin. And all them, the, 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 you know, everybody was just, it was just bad acting, all right? And it was really cringy. So, I could dunk on this movie all day, but it's a kid's film. So, that being said, I'm being fair as possible. Six and a half out of ten. Uh, this is a kid's movie, but as an adult, as, a, as, as JCG himself, I think six and a half out of ten is a fair rating. That's not bad, okay? Um... You know, it's not like some of the other movies I've given out, ratings I've given out this year. Um, so, yeah, and Dr. Jones said, it's, like Dr. Jones just, just said, it's a fun movie. So, yeah. and there, like I said, there were moments I just loved and there were just moments I just cringed at. So that being said, I think six and a half out of ten is more than fair. So, Joe from Fallen One Gaming, what do we got going on tomorrow? Tomorrow, Jason... Here starts his first playthrough of Metal Gear Solid, and I will be right there to hold his hand. <laughs> yes. And let me just say something real quick that this is virgin territory for me. So for everybody in the chat and to Joe, you know, be gentle with me, okay? Don't 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 go too hard on me and just, you know, make this a memorable moment, a special moment for me, as this is gonna be my first time ever. Play Metal Gear Solid. So, just throwing that out there, guys. <laughs> Does that mean you want to play on very easy? <laughs> no, but like, don't like go, don't go rough on me. You know, like, I know, you know, I know. You know make me feel special, make me feel wanted. Okay, you know, this is my special <laughs> night. <laughs> gotcha. Um, and of course, Tuesday, we are going back to Gears of War Five. Uh, yes. We're on the final act. So we should be wrapping up uh, Gears of War 5, you know, soon. But, yeah, 
I'm really looking forward to doing Metal Gear Solid and continuing Gears 5 with you guys on Nerd Cage Live Gaming. That's twitch.tv slash nerdcagelive. Exclusively going on Twitch. Um, so again, uh, let me just reiterate. Uh, we are going to be, there will be no stream next Thursday. But 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time will be the premiere of the Mount Rushmore, the video game characters of Mount Rushmore video will be premiering at 9 o'clock Thursday, April 21st. Um, soon as the video is done, I will upload it and have the link ready for you guys for the premiere. Hoping I can have the the the, the video uploaded by Tuesday. So I will post it on Twitter. I'll post it on the Facebook discussion group, and it will be on YouTube if you're subscribed. And just you know, just have it bookmarked so you can be at the premiere. I love seeing everybody at the premiere. Uh, good night, Byron. And uh, yes. Um, be at the premiere because I love seeing you. I just like to see everyone's genuine reaction. And again, we got yes. content creators from all <laughs> over the internet, different people from different backgrounds, different content creators. Everybody we've worked with, a lot of people that we worked with in the past, some that we haven't worked with before, are in this video. And it's just it's it's a really fascinating take hearing everybody's opinion. These are all diehard gaming fans, old school and new school alike given their opinion of the Mount Rushmore as we collaborate together and we make our Mount Rushmore. So I really hope everybody can be there. It's a very special video to me. And I really, really, really hope you guys enjoy it as much as I am enjoying putting this together for you guys. All right. Um, yeah, and I'm excited to see the chat's reactions, what they agree with, what they disagree with, what their Mount Rushmores end up being. So there'll be, it should be yes. a great time. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, I... As far as May 5th, if I have the rest of the of the month booked up, we may take May 5th off as well. But Monday, May 9th, will be the Doctor Strange spoiler discussion. And then we have a very special guest coming on May 12th. And then May 19th, I'm trying to get somebody else on. And then May 26th will be the Rocky 3 live look back. And then that Saturday, which I believe is the 28th, Will be the Rocky Three watch party. A lot of good yes. stuff coming up here. Joe, anything you want to say before we go? Just keep coming to that Facebook discussion group. We love everything you guys put up there. Link is in the description. Also, please give us a follow on Twitter uh, t at nerd underscore cage and a follow us on TikTok, which is tiktok.com slash at nerd cage live. We just uploaded our rapid review of Everything Everywhere All at Once, starring Michelle Yeoh. Great fucking movie, by the way. Something Mark and I actually agree on. Check out our rapid review, as well as our rapid review of Star Trek Picard. And, of course, Mark and Wildband uh, doing the rapid reviews of uh, Moon Knight. All that's over there on TikTok. Again, Joe just said the Facebook discussion group. And all that good stuff. And, of course, follow us on Twitch as we go live every Tuesday and Friday and tomorrow we're going to be doing Metal Gear Solid. So that being said, we previously asked you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like the Chaos Emerald. So to you I say, from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live, as always, enjoy life, stay safe, eat your vegetables, do your push-ups, and good night. Good night. Booyah. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya?
before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerdcage Live! <laughs>